Hello fellow sports photographers. My name is Dean Mokteropoulos, or All Sports Snapper, and I'm a sports photographer working full-time for Getty Images. Welcome back to the Photography Philosophy Podcast, where I have open discussions with the world's best sports photographers, and uh, within the next hour or so, you'll get an insight behind the long lenses from the men and women who fill your back pages, websites, and magazines with amazing sports imagery. Before I go on, I would like to thank the few of you who have been asking about the podcast. I bit off more than I can chew, as they say, with a load of travel for work and family commitments, and then to top it all off, I decided to buy a van from the 60s to restore, which I thought would not take me that long, but uh, my time has become limited, uh, actually I would say non-existent, to do the podcast. So I've been uh, in this time uh, as well that I've been away, I've been trying to set up some interviews which are starting to come to fruition. I've been trying to get some big names, um, in my opinion anyway, big names and uh, award-winning photographers um, to make it uh, interesting for uh, you guys, the listeners. Um, So yeah, that'll be coming up over the next few months. Uh, Seeing as I've been away for so long, if you have any questions or comments, please get in contact with me via Twitter and on Instagram, both with the handle AllSportSnapper or my website, AllSportSnapper.com. So onto the show, this show. While working at the UEFA European Championships, or France 2016, I kept a sort of audio diary of uh, the few games I covered with colleagues Ian Walton and previous guest, Dennis Grombowski, former Getty employee, I should add. Now he's a Marine in training. Maybe if he listens to this, he'll uh, drop me a line and say hello. Um, You'll hear also the names um, of other Getty photographers, David Ramos, Matthias Hangst, and Stewie Forster as well as top snapper friend, Simon Stackpole. This podcast will give you a behind-the-scenes listen at working at a major sports tournament. It also have a little bit of a discussion about using my remote cameras, which obviously, if you listen to previous shows, we're here are quite important to, to uh, getting different shots for our clients. And also, uh, if I in- get the Im- images I intended to, um, so you hear a before and after each match, um, I'm not sure if you, the listener, like these type of podcasts. I know that most of the time I'm doing these sort of interviews, but um, I wanted to know if uh, you like these or the conversation um, between sports snappers and me. So let me know. Um, also, when I was getting started in the sports photography world, I really had no idea how it worked. So to give an insight into something that I would have liked to hear 15 years ago, on with the show. I hope you enjoy. Game three, but my first match is Wales versus Slovakia. I am in this stadium right now, and uh, I've just set up my remotes behind the goal, and I'm sitting alongside AP, AFP, L'Equipe, French magazine, of course, and uh, yeah, so there's red everywhere. Wales' uh, first major tournament in quite a while, so um, you can understand that the fans are very excited and uh, looking forward to a good event. So I've got an hour till kickoff. I've set up my remotes. I've got actually two bodies behind the goal, a 1635 and a 40mm, the 2.8, which is actually a very affordable lens um, for uh, any budding young photographer. A 2.8, 40mm, I think it's about a 100 or 200 euros in between there somewhere. Um, I have three bodies on me. I've got my two 1DX Mark IIs, which are fantastic cameras. I've got the DX Mark 1s behind the goal, and I've got a Mark 4 body as a third body, just in case I get a big 
celebration happen right in front of me. Um, it doesn't happen very often, but it's always good, especially at a major event and an important match to have a backup, a third body at your feet, just in case of an emergency. Um, you'll see on TV sometimes players celebrate right in front, and you'll see a guy with a with a a two to four hundred or a seventy two hundred trying to take a photo. But pretty much all he'll be getting is nostrils. Or a, or a tight, tight shot of a face and uh, missing all the surrounding things. So I've got my 2470 on my Mark IV body at my feet just in case of an emergency. So um, I'm walking off now to do some fans. Uh, fans around the, uh, you know, faces painted and all that kind of thing. And then uh, the match, uh, before the match starts, I'll be getting the 360 camera out to do the players walking out, um, managers, coaches, that kind of stuff, then run back to my seat and get ready, hopefully, for a good match and some good goals and action. And hopefully I don't miss anything. So the game's finished 2-1 to Wales. Gareth Bale scored the first goal and uh, Robson Canu scored the winner in the 83rd or so minutes. I had a decent photo, I think, from behind of Gareth Bale taking his free kick and scoring the first goal. He ran to the bench, um, so he ran towards me and I got a nice picture, but uh, Dennis Grabolski, our young gun German photographer, was in the um, in the Tribune shooting down, you know, and he got a really nice frame um, of him screaming and celebrating with the bench, so that was nice. And uh, Stewie Forster, our staff photographer who is following the Welsh team um, got a really nice celebration of uh, Robson Canu scoring his winning goal because he ran into the uh, corner with all the Welsh fans where our um, team photographer was sitting and uh, Ian Walton was in the far corner uh, where he got a nice photo of the uh, Slovakia goal which you know nice goal celebration all that kind of thing obviously uh the story will be Wales winning 2-1 um, and uh, yeah, uh, we are lucky to have one of our top photographers, Shuey Forster, there ready for action. So, and obviously the Welsh fans, their first major tournament in a very long time and uh, lots of photos of the fans after the match. It was quite emotional for a lot of the fans celebrating. My match day two. Uh, I'm sitting in the stands today. We are with our Spanish colleague, David Ramos, uh, one of the most talented photographers I know. Uh, following, he's following the Spain team, and he is down pitch side. He'll be doing Spanish attack both halves. Uh, Ian Walton and David Grabowski, our, uh, my fellow Getty team members, um, situated between here and Bordeaux, are on the pitch. And I have struck it lucky today because it is raining uh, quite heavily at times as well. And I'm nice and dry in the stands and my colleagues are uh, getting uh, poured on. So uh, yeah, we are here for the Spain versus Czech Republic. And all going well, it'll be a good match. You can see that a lot of the photographers are setting up remotes. Uh, a lot of them have got plastic bags covering the remotes as well because obviously lenses and cameras don't respond well to um, water most of the time and uh, it's about an hour till kickoff and we have 
the stadium is almost full already and there's a sea of red on both sides because Spain and Czech Republic uh, wear red so that's why it's a sea of red and uh, yeah I'm in the stands sitting next to the EPA um, the European Press Agency and AFP the French uh, Press Agency um, and I've set up a remote as well the remote is on a 300 mil um, which I've set up on one of the TV um, TV scaffolding. There's a TV, uh, one of the TV spots uh, in line, sort of side on with the goal. And I've set up. Uh, I've spoke to the TV guy up there and uh, made sure I set it up out of his way. And uh, yeah, the fans are giving a big cheer to uh, the volunteers who are going to be doing a um, a pre-game performance. And uh, yeah, looking forward to another good, good match of football. Game over. Spain scored a goal in the final few minutes of the match. Uh, as I sit in the stands, the Czech Republic team have come out and doing a warm down. And obviously, uh, not, of hap a lot, not a lot of uh, happy faces out there considering they lost in the last few minutes. So. The Sp Spanish one, and I haven't seen the photos yet, but I'm guessing, well, I know, David Ramos being David Ramos, uh, didn't miss a thing because uh, the goal and celebration happened in his corner. And uh, yeah, from up top, nothing too great. A few decent action pitches, but um, it's, uh, it's uh, the, the expression that a lot of photographers use is shooting fish in a barrel. It's pretty easy to get decent action from up top. Um, but it doesn't have the same impact as a good action picture from down low. So while you're sort of almost guaranteed to get something decent from up top, I would say that down shooting at ground level is harder. And but when you get a good photo, it's a much better photo from up top. So uh, from down bottom, sorry. So that's game two done. An hour and a half drive back to our little village in between Toulouse and Bordeaux, and. On to the next match. Back in the media room, Dennis, how was your game? Terrible. <laughs> Did you have any action at all? Um, yeah, one header. It was the only picture basically I had because there's nothing happening. So even a great photographer can only get one decent picture from a match. So don't feel discouraged, sports photographers. It happens to everyone. <laughs> Now I'm standing next to Ian Walton. Ian, how's your game? Next, uh, turning into a big... Appalling. Huh? Pretty appalling. And did you have any good pictures at all from the whole match? That's a negative. That's a negative. Okay, we're going to hope for David Ramos to save the day. <laughs> I'm just walking over now to speak to David Ramos. And David Ramos, the saviour of the day. How oh, was your day? <laughs> How was your day with the microphone right here? I can explain you, it's quite dark. <laughs> Okay, you've underexposed a few pictures, but that's, did you get the goal and, and I got the goal, yeah, the goal. And the celebration? Some of them. Okay, good. <laughs> Some, that's all. That's all. That's all we need to Thanks, do. Thanks, Don. <laughs> Thanks, Don. So we should have stayed home, basically. We're at match 11, um, our game three, and the hour, I mean, Dennis... Grabowski, Ian Walton and myself are uh, at Austria versus Hungary. Uh, group match 
in Bordeaux. Dennis is Dennis and I are pitch side. Uh, we have a corner each, and we have taken the corners that do not have the um, fifth official, fourth official, whatever it is, the guy that gets in the way. They have an official uh, uh, at these big competitions. They have the normal referee, they have the linesman, and then they have a referee that stands on the side of the goal. And um, on a personal thing, I cannot stand to shoot with a guy standing pretty much in direct view of the the penalty spot. So. We go on the opposite sides and we have Ian Walton in nice and dry up in the stands because um, the rain is coming down pretty hard and uh, it's always a, a massive pain to try and keep your lenses dry, which is not so bad with, a, with your short lens and long lens that you have on the camera, um, on, on you, sorry, but it's the, um, it's the remotes. I've got two remotes set up behind the goal and you know it's easy to keep the bodies dry with rain covers but keeping the lenses dry, you know, with a bit of wind, they get water on them and then you get stuff blurred, uh, water, you know, on the on the lens. And if something happens, you know, usually it will happen right where you've got like a massive water patch. So um, that doesn't work. But um, yeah, looking forward to another match. Um, one thing I'd like to mention, as well as the editorial content, the action, the goals, the celebrations, the yellow cards, the red cards, any incidents we have to cover for our clients. We also have to do a... Uh, we have some sponsors that we deal with so we have to take some photos of general action um, in front of certain sponsors boards as well as the fourth official who's the guy that holds up the signs for substitutions on the side um, we have to get photos of him holding up the substitutes board as well as when he holds up for added time board as well so um, there's a lot to take on there's a lot to cover you know a lot to keep your eye out for as well as the fans and the you know crowd and so yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on and uh, yeah, you have to have your wits about you. And you know, unlike the last game, which wasn't a very good match, um, we're hoping for a better match today. You know, we haven't really had much of a, no goal fest as yet. And um, hopefully today we'll get a few goals, a few celebrations, and hopefully one of us will get something happening in our corner. That uh, yeah, because when you work in a team like this, it's, it's not about what you can get. It's about making sure that the brief um, and uh, the clients get exactly what they need from Getty, not just from Dennis, from Ian, or from myself. So it's definitely a, a much more of a team game, which I like a lot. I like to work in a team, and you know, it's as well as the social aspect. It's also better for uh, for our clients to have you know more photographers, and that way we give everything uh, that they need. So a report to follow of how well, hopefully, or bad the game was and uh, how good or bad again the photography was game finishes Hungary 2 Austria nil. I had two goals on my end I got both goals on the long lens so not ideal but not not too bad either a lot of celebrations after the match in front of the fans and uh, I didn't realize that Hungary had now I'll save the save the hate mail please but Hungary a lot of the Hungarian fans had Nazi tattoos, were very angry and made a lot of uh, racial, very derogatory noises and abused a lot of people here. Um, now, I don't know if I've got any Hungarian listeners, but it was 
quite shocking, really. I didn't realise how bad it was. For uh, you know, the game itself was fine, and the players were good, and action was good, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was pretty hard not to, you know, when you've got a wall of Hungarian supporters, most of them hiding their identity until the goals went in, and then they all seemed to rip off their shirts and reveal these uh, tattoos with symbols and. Uh, something that you should have seen you know that you would expect to see from 50 years ago not from a, not from a modern human being anyway so uh, yeah a very different a very different ending to a match uh, something I didn't expect to see today um, football throws up surprises all the time but to see the amount of supporters doing what they did today was it's pretty hard to take actually uh, but yeah, apart from that, I know it's a bit irrelevant, but photos, <laughs> all the, the game went well, the action, you know, I didn't, didn't miss anything, um, a lot of really nice pictures, uh, a lot of emotion from the Hungarian players, I don't think they were expected to win, they definitely weren't expected to win, Austria have got a, a team of very good players, and the Austrians are probably not one of their strongest teams uh, in, uh, in recent history. So, um, yeah, they were as surprised as anyone. And after the second goal went in, in the final few minutes, the players were ecstatic. And the bench ran on, and the players, all, all the players and all the substitutes, pretty much, and management and physios and assistant coaches and everybody just ran on. So... It was obviously a very big moment, you know, so overall, photographically a good game uh, as a human being, <laughs> a little bit more disappointing to see so much uh, hatred and anger uh, aimed at people which don't deserve it. So, but overall, I'm glad to be uh, leaving the stadium with some pictures, I guess. Walking over to Ian, who's just rolled his eyes as soon as he saw my microphone come out. And I've got Dennis, who's eating a yogurt, or sorry, it's a salad. And Ian, how was it? It was good looking at you, trying to find your camera and Wiley to go into the crowd. Oh, I didn't want to go into that crowd. They were the worst bunch of people I've ever seen. Terrible, terrible, terrible bunch. Dennis, how was it for you? <laughs> Everything happened on the other side, so... I photographed three nice girls before the match. That was probably the best picture I <laughs> that took. That was the highlight. <laughs> awful, awful bunch of people. My camera settings went really low and I must admit image, but they still put it up on the site. They still, they still sent a muzzy image, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to edit this out. Editors, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> don't send muzzy pictures, please. It was a pan. <laughs> it was meant to be done. Okay. <laughs> Game 22. Someone be the best team in the world. Someone. Belgium versus the best team in the world, according to Ian Walton of Irish Heritage, if you couldn't guess. And uh, what's our game? This is our fifth game, isn't it? Sixth. I kind of lost count as well. What Don game is it? Huh? Don, Don King, my microphone, doesn't know. Huh? Our sixth game. Our sixth game. I'll be shooting from the stands. 
Dennis will be shooting from position four. Lazy corner for Ian Walton. Far corner, and we don't have a team photographer today either. There is no Belgium team or Ireland team photographer, even though in spirit, Ian Walton is the Irish team photographer. <laughs> and Dean's doing the Belgium team. I'm doing the Belgium, my adopted, uh, <laughs> adopted cousins from the Netherlands. So uh, yeah, we're in the car on the way there. It's a one and a half hour drive. And it's the first time, <laughs> and it's the first time we've had sunshine when we're leaving the house in a, over a week. So uh, hopefully we won't have rain today. I think yesterday's game was the first time we didn't have uh, rain as well at a match. So um, it's been a welcome change. I am up top, and uh, I have a clamp. I'm going to set a 300 on the goal mouth. Um, there's one of the goals is in sunlight, the other one is in shadow. So I will be using the remote uh, on the sunlight. Uh, lit goal um, and when I say sunlight I should use that uh, sparingly because uh, it's been raining pretty heavily on and off and the sun is out right now um, so yeah I'm uh, going walking upstairs now set up a remote uh, Dennis is in the far corner near the uh, Irish players family members and uh, I I'm top and Ian down the bottom in the nice corner with sunlight on his uh, in his corner at the moment and shadow in the background so he hasn't got the overexposed background if uh, anything happens a goal runs or anything happens in his corner so good game Belgians great team average coach I'm sure my Belgian colleagues won't mind me saying that and uh, the Irish always put a good fight up so it should be an interesting match so we have a lot of happy Belgians uh, people in the stadium the game finished about half an hour ago and the fans are still dancing in the stadium the Irish not so much they lost 3-0 uh, three second half goals Belgium just had too many good players on the pitch um, it was nice for me because a lot of the shadows um, the sun came out for quite a, a lot of the game and made some nice sh shadows and shapes on the pitch so that was quite nice um, had a good celebration some really nice action um, and then towards the end of the game when it was 3-0 I got to sort of have a play with a few of the with the exposures and get some players sort of you know walking in and out of shadows with the stadium corners and it made some nice shapes as well so overall a good day for me from up top and in a few minutes, I'll meet up with my colleagues. Um, Dennis, I'm guessing he was in the wrong corner for all the, well, he was on the wrong side of the ground for the goals. Um, he was on Irish attack in the second half, so they had no goals. So my guess is that Dennis didn't have uh, very much luck, but Ian, uh, our Irish photographer, was at the Belgium attack so he would have had a lot of nice images, I'm guessing. I'm walking up to Dennis now. He's taking off his bib. Dennis, tell me, how was it for you? It was great because everything basically which happened in second half happened on the other side. Yes. So I was a bit... Wrong blind. side? Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm walking over to Ian, 
who's shaking his head because he's Irish. And he was happy. Robbed. Robbed. Ireland. <laughs> you need to take a shot on goal to score a goal, though. So if Ireland don't even shoot, then you can't score. <laughs> Sorry, but... Oh, is pictures, that pictures. Oh, this is that is another Belgian on the floor? Oh, he must pick himself up. All right, all right. Now, oh. we're talking about photos. How are the photos? Oh, they're okay. Huh? They're okay. It's football. It's football. Okay. So there's another excited football photographer about his images. We'll do that better next game. Better next game? Who is that next game? Do you remember? I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, I'm at Russia v Wales and uh, it's about an hour before kickoff. I'm just about to set up some remotes, two remotes behind goal. Uh, my uh, team photographer Stewie Forster, who is uh, following the Welsh team, who I've mentioned before, is here but he will not be setting up a remote today so I've got uh, the opportunity to set up two uh, cameras behind the goal, which is nice. Uh, I am sitting at the Russia attack which is quite scary considering I've seen a lot of the news reports. I don't know if any, if you guys have been listening to or following any of the news at all. Um, like my family in Australia or in the Netherlands have been mentioning, uh, it seems the Russians seem to be getting a lot of press at the moment because of their crazy fans that they've uh, seemed to have shipped over um, by the boatload and have been very aggressive and fighting and looking for trouble instead of watching football. So. I'm sitting near them and as I look at the stands, for the first time ever, I see a security guard on every step. Like normally there's one every four or five, but today it's surrounding the Russian uh, section. There are loads and loads of security and outside, right outside the door where the gate where the, the fans will be walking in, you have a load of police as well. So. Obviously, they've taken note and uh, decided to up the uh, up the ante on the security front, which makes me feel a lot more comfortable considering I'm sitting about two meters away from a massive group of them. So, I have uh, Dennis on the Welsh uh, in front of the Welsh fans on the other side. Stewie will uh, Stewie will be swapping ends. He'll be doing Welsh attack both halves as the uh, official Getty Welsh team photographer. And Ian Walton will be in the stands today, which again is nice because it's a quite sunny day. Um, so he'll have some shadows and stuff to work with, which is always good. And it looks like it's going to be a nice evening. Well, I say that it's, it, it'll be a nine o'clock uh, kickoff and the sun will still be out. And I'm sure he'll get a lot. Uh, he'll have a bit to work with tonight because the sky is blue and I'm wearing shorts for the first time in a week and a half, which is a pleasant change from the rain and cold that we've had. Um, so yeah, looking forward to another good match and hopefully we get a nice goal or celebration on our end, uh, on my end, and uh, hopefully the Welsh go through because uh, I'm sure the security and police forces would rather deal with uh, Welsh fans than uh, Russian fans from, again, from all the reports that uh, I have been reading and I'm sure if uh, any of you football fans have been following would uh, read the same things. I'm in the media room now after a very good match especially if you're a Wales fan. Sorry, Russia, your team was not very good today. Russian supporters uh, started off with such optimism as the game progressed. I think they realised pretty early that they weren't going to win the game after the 11th minute when the Welsh scored. Uh, but 
I had I was at the other side of the pitch when uh, Wales scored their first two goals, but they ran towards my side, and uh, I dropped my focal point to the bottom of the frame and kept it on the uh, goal scorers, uh, well, on the goal scorer, which was um, Adam uh, Aaron Ramsey, uh, Arsenal player, who scored and ran into the corner, and I kept it lo- loose, him at the bottom of the frame, and the play, the fans, just a wall of. Wales fans celebrating above him and all these teammates ran over so it was quite nice and then uh, second half I had Gareth Bale score in front of me I got the goal and uh, a nice celebration ran towards me as well so overall it was um, a good shoot and uh, all my colleagues Stewie Forster of course top photographer got everything he needed to get Uh, I think he did get blocked though for the goal um, because of the fifth official, um, at these matches, these they have a fifth official standing on the touchline, and um, if you're sitting in that corner um, on either on either side of the pitch, there's a uh, one side of the penalty box does have a fifth official, which uh, not many people are a fan of, including me. But it was a, uh, yeah, so and Ian got some nice frames from the top. He actually got a, a really nice frame of Gareth Bale taking a free kick, uh, putting it into the box and shot it wide. And um, even though Bale didn't score, it, it makes a really nice shape with all the defenders uh, waiting in anticipation of the ball being crossed in by uh, one of the best dead ball uh, takers of uh, in the world, really, in Gareth Bale. So, and... Yeah, so overall it was a good match. Dennis did quite well again, as he always does. And um, yeah, now we're all just sitting around, sending off second edits, sending out some 360 images. Uh, so yeah, we, we take, we've got this theta which we've been using. And uh, yeah, and now the guys are just making, checking the website, seeing what the editors have sent up. Let me just check now. Happy Dennis. Yeah, we finally had a decent match. I know. It was good, gold celebration, everything was quiet from the Russian side, so yeah, finally. No Russian hooligans? Well, I didn't see any. No, and I was in front of them and it wasn't, and there were so many police there that even if they did, they probably wouldn't kick that shot away. An hour before kickoff here at match 32. Croatia versus Spain. The Spanish players have just walked onto the pitch. It's about like about an hour before kickoff, so uh, the stadium is not very full, but the music's pumping, and uh, a lot of photographers are shooting fans uh, with their faces painted and all that kind of thing. Uh, Dennis Grabowski is in the stands today, shooting from up high. Ian Walton is on the other side of the pitch on, if you're watching this, if you ever watch this game on the TV, he would have been on the right of your camera set and I am on the left in front of the Spain fans. David Ramos, our Spanish colleague who is following the Spain team around uh, France for this uh, European Championships, is doing Spain attack both halves. So uh, I've just set up my two remote cameras behind the goal. both facing uh, different lenses but facing the same corner as David has set up a remote on the other side of the goal as well so um, we're doing the same thing like we did at the World Cup where we have uh, two each photographer had two cameras but uh, we sort of take a side that we are shooting from on each so 
you pretty much guaranteed not to, if a goal happens, if something happens in the goal mouth, then you are guaranteed to get a photo if you press the foot pedal or if you, you're to remote trigger, but we have foot pedals. Uh, most of us use foot pedals. Um, the game should be a good game. Croatia need to win or get a result. Spain just need a draw. Um, a, a win obviously would put them on top of the group, but they are on top of the group anyway. So looking for a good game and hopefully uh, Luka Modric, one of the best footballers in the world, one of the best midfielders uh, who plays at Real Madrid, is, uh, was rumoured not to be playing today, but it looks like he might be playing. So uh, fingers crossed, it's always great to shoot the best players in the world and Luka Modric is definitely in that category so he, and he's had a great tournament so far as well he's been if not the best player on the pitch in the last two matches that he has played so uh, like I say uh, looking forward to a good game uh, the game is a nine o'clock kickoff so the sun will be off the pitch and uh, we won't have to be worrying about uh, gold mouse being in the shadow and uh, pitch being in sunlight so looking for again looking forward to a good match and uh, report on how it goes after and uh, I get a lot of uh, funny looks when I walk around with my microphone which has got this uh, white and grey um, I don't know what it's called cat hair or something it's called some, something like that but it looks a bit like uh, Don King's hair so uh, David Ramos wasn't looking forward to me when he, he gave a big laugh as soon as he saw me take it out of the bag so hopefully I'll get a few words uh, out of him after the match and the other thing I have to mention is the, the Croatia fans. There's been a lot of trouble with the Croatian fans, with flares and, uh, and uh, trouble uh, from previous matches. And I'm hoping that uh, they are well behaved like the Russians were yesterday. The Russians, I don't know if it was they were well behaved or they just the, the threat of uh, so much security uh, kept them uh, well behaved. But yeah, today, hopefully the Croatians will be good because I know that the Spain fans, uh, Spanish fans in general are probably some of the best uh, behaved fan, fans at uh, at any international event so yeah looking forward to a good game back into the media center after the game 2-1 to Croatia they scored in the last few minutes I see Simon Stacepole Stackpole sorry he's just looking at his best pictures I just saw the screen up before you were just looking at your best of best of Simon set there Eleven, 11 pictures. pictures. Well, that's that's probably about eleven more than me. Some storytellers there. Some storytellers. I saw that. Oh, story. Tick the story. Then give it to me. I don't need it. Oh, for the thing. All right. One sec. All right. So yeah, the game finished. Two-one. Uh, Chel uh, Chelsea. Croatia scored in the final few minutes to win the match against a Spain team which should have won this match considering that Luka Modric, Croatia's best player, did not play. Um, a few good pitches. I'm not very happy with myself because I did miss a... I miss uh, the focus. I, I focused on the wrong player, pretty much. It was on a player behind uh, the guy who actually scored. Um, but then the focus jumped in just as the ball had gone in the net and then I had a nice celebration... Um, in my corner, which you know, which is easy to get, but the goal, which I should have got, so uh, disappointed with that. But um, remote, got a nice remote picture, I think, and uh, I don't see Dennis, my colleague, who's not here yet, and I don't see David Ramos either. 
but um, they'll be back in a few minutes and hopefully they'll have um, a better story to tell than I do because uh, yeah I mean overall action wise and everything was fine but in terms of uh, yeah I'm a bit disappointed with myself that I missed the goal that happened in front of me but you know these things happen and uh, so David has just walked in <laughs> again <laughs> again with my hairy <laughs> microphone <laughs> again so when you got the corrupted so tell me, file corrupted file it and your remotes didn't yeah. fire so it, it blocks one of my cameras so one uh, of your remotes didn't fire yeah, the corrupt yeah. card and that, yeah. that didn't fire the other camera That's therefore it. no remotes fired and at I all always, I always I spend 45 minutes stepping my <laughs> pedal <laughs> 45 minutes <laughs> dancing on your pedal and, it, and with not one photo to show no for it. No one photo. Okay. Nice Unfortunate. <laughs> Unfortunate. Lucky, there was no pe- lucky the penalty was missed. Yeah, well, no, they have. Uh, I, I thought they had a really nice celebration of the goalie. Okay. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. That's it. <laughs> All right. But every, apart from that, was okay? Uh, yeah. Better than the first one. <laughs> Better than the first one. Okay, good. All right. Well, thank you, David, for your comments. We're improving. Ian? <laughs> oh, yeah. Another one. Yes. How's your game? It's okay until I muzz the final goal. Uh-oh. I shouldn't put this one out then. The two of us muzzed the goal. <laughs> <laughs> two of us muzzed the goal and one of us didn't get a remote firing. So uh, not a good day overall for Getty. I'm sure the clients will good have enough to pick from. Though. Good celebrations, yes. I First goal was great. Spain should have won. I would have been happy then. I got a nice Croatia celebration and Croatia won. So well, yeah. yeah, we all did. <laughs> we all <laughs> <laughs> Stamped on by all the crowd. I know. No, the Croatia fans were well behaved today. So that was, I said that at the start that I was hoping they'd be. Good for me. Yeah, considering you had about 20,000 of them behind you. And uh, quite a few riot police. Uh, Two of them were quite high, actually. (laughs) Okay. After putting this podcast together, I realized that even when photographers get great photos, getting them to say so is harder than I thought. So uh, many thanks to the voices you heard, mainly from Dennis, David, and Ian. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I hope you uh, enjoyed that. Uh, Photography philosophy listeners, please, feedback, welcome, as much as you can give me. That way I can uh, cater the show to what you like. Um, And also I'd like to thank the people that have been retweeting uh, previous shows and this show as well. So thank you very much. Again, you can contact me on Instagram and Twitter at AllSportsNapper on my website, AllSportsNapper.com. On my Twitter and Instagram feeds, I do post some of my weekly work as well as some of my uh, colleagues' best work from Getty uh, around the world. So it's a great place to get a regular sports image on your feed. Um, You can subscribe, as many of you have, uh, to via iTunes or SoundCloud win it one of the many other delivery apps like podcast addict or pocket cast which uh, i use podcast addict because i am an addict to podcasts so thank you very much again my name is dean thank you for your time and last thing observe listen and practice because your best photo could be one frame away